Coal Blackstock's stock is rising. The 6'9 forward from Florence is about to win a national championship for the best team in college basketball. He's about to graduate from the best engineering college in the country. And most impressive of all, he's the latest guest on the best podcast in all of higher education. Congrats, Cole. You've made it. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. Oh. 21 gigawatts. What the hell is a gigawatt? <laughs> You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Okay, here we are for another episode of Hashtag Getting, the podcast brought to you by the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. I'm Jeremy Henderson, communications specialist, joined, as always, by my co-host, Austin Phillips, the office's director, assistant director. Yeah, assistant, I'll take the promotion if you're giving them out. Assistant director. And, uh, and of course, Marcus Klutz, who, what do you do, Marcus? Does something ones and twos. Yeah, Mick, he's the DJ. And we are joined here by Cole Blackstock, electrical engineering student, senior, right? Yes, sir. And uh, soon to be national champion. There you go. How does it feel? It's just been an incredible experience. It it don't even feel real yet. Like you hadn't had time to sink in that we're going to the final four, potentially playing for a national championship. What's it like when you guys have come back these past couple of nights and just seeing the thousands of people who are coming out to just elated of what's happening with this basketball program? I love it. I mean, it just shows that the fans are getting to experience it with us and just the joy and the fun. Coming back and seeing Tumor's Corner looked like it had snowed. Uh, that was awesome. Well, the th- all three of us, we were all we were all here mm. uh, 16 years ago whenever we made our last run. So I, I know for all three of us, this has just been absolutely special. Yeah, and that's what I like to see. I like to see us as a team get to enjoy it, but I also like to see the fans and the students and just everybody in the community get to enjoy it with us. Now, where are you, where are you from originally? I'm from Florence, Alabama. Hey, all right, all right. So why didn't you come to Auburn? How'd you get down here? I came to Auburn for, I, I believe it was E-Day, and I just fell in love with the campus, just the community and everything, the little hometown feel of it. It it felt a, it felt a lot like back home in, in uh, Florence. So I kind of fell in love with it, and then I was coming down here for school, and I approached the coaches about walking on to play basketball. So stars aligned, and lo and behold, I was on the team. Now what are you, 5'10", 5'11"? What is I'm I'm six nine. That was, that was close. I was glad I knew it was somewhere in that range. Well, hey, Cole, you played on the team with several other engineering. Currently, do with several other engineering majors, but those before you, uh, Devin Waddell was on the team, um, chemical engineering major, uh, Patrick Kime. What did you learn from them on how to be a success on and off the court and be able to balance the rigorous engineering curriculum with the rigorous basketball practice preparation, weight training, all of that that goes into it? The biggest thing I learned from them was time management. It's it's a struggle to balance the the time commitment to both class and to – to practice and working out and stuff, but that was probably the biggest thing. They kind of told me, hey, you got to make sure to get your stuff done early because you never know, hey, we might be at the gym two hours today. We might be at the gym six hours today. So they they were big on don't wait till the last minute to try to get stuff done, try to stay on top of your work, especially in the spring when we're traveling all the time. They're like, get done early, talk to your teachers, let them know what's going on, just give them a heads up that they're might, you're going to be going a lot. 
Is there any connection between engineering and basketball? When you're going down the court, I don't know, uh, you have the basketball circuit over in yeah, Europe, what, yeah. electrical circuits. I mean, is there any training that crosses over, any cross-pollination of your, your skills? It must because we've had a lot of engineers on the team. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce says every team needs one. Every team needs yeah, one. Yeah, that shout-out. Did you hear that shout-out? I, I guess did. Was it during the Missouri game? I, I believe that was right. It's all right. It's okay. You're going to work for him someday. <laughs> That's right. That's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> well, talk about that. You know, whenever you uh, you get awarded a scholarship, all the hard work of being a walk-on, uh, and, and you see the benefits of that, and you see that the coaching staff sees that, and to get that reward, how special was that night? It's just the ultimate honor that they see the work that we've put in over over the four years to just behind the scenes, really, because no one really sees what you do as a walk-on. You're basically all your work's done in practice, off the court, wherever, and for them just to reward it and kind of put it out there for the world to see, it's, it's a great thing. Yeah, kind of off of Jeremy, what Jeremy said. How does your engineering education? How does it parlay? You know, whether it's in team meetings, whether as you mentioned, organization that you're able to maybe help some of the other teammates uh, in preparation, breaking down film. I mean, what what goes into that? A big thing we do on, as walk-ons is we're responsible for kind of learning the other teams' offense to prepare our team to play against them, and it's a lot of quick learning and. Uh, having to pick up on stuff quick and be able to reproduce it on spot. So that that's one of the big thing. Another thing is kind of helping guys like they might have an issue with something, class, whatever, and we can kind of lead them, guide them, and help them in certain situations. Has there been a moment like that where you've seen something in somebody else's offense that you caught and you let people – in on and applied, and then it was actually reflected in the reality the next week. Or oh yeah, like we when we're after we learn a team's offense, we'll be sitting on the bench and like we we have a lot of times know what they call stuff, and we'll be sitting there and we can see it coming and let our players know, hey, they're about to run this, they're about to run that, and it kind of gives them a little insight on what's coming. Oh, cool. So tell us about the caboose. What's the caboose? I was not a part of the original caboose, but the caboose is just all of us down there on the end of the bench just celebrating, going wild. Any Anytime something good happens, just enjoying the game, enjoying life, just trying to have as much fun with it as we can. Um, an- another engineering graduate, uh, Gary Godfrey, played on one of our last elite, our only elite eight team. Uh, he was the team captain prior to the season, regular season in the game against Tennessee at home. Um, Gary's recently been diagnosed with ALS. Uh, you know, what did he say to the team and how, how do former members like Gary coming back, you know, what does that do for you guys? I've got to know Gary quite well over the past few years, just him being around. And I mean, he's imparted a lot of good knowledge on me on moving forward, both with basketball and moving forward into the industry and working. And he's a great guy. It's been an honor to get to know him. I, it really hurt me when I found out that he was diagnosed with ALS because I saw him this time last year. He was perfectly healthy and then come back mid-season. This was the first time I'd seen him, and it was just a complete shock to all of us. What's been the best single moment so far in the run? Like a single – is there a shot? Is there a play that just like – I don't know. In your mind, you're going to be 30 years from now thinking back, and that's going to be the first thing that comes to mind? Outside of winning the championship. <laughs> Probably uh, 
in that Kentucky game, that last few minutes we went on a run where we had like back-to-back blocks and defensive stops, just huge plays that really, really set the tone for us to be able to finish that game out strong and to win it. To me, that's something I've seen with this team is the unselfish nature and watching you guys on the bench of when Malik will about break the backboard blocking a shot and seeing how excited you guys get for him. Yeah, I mean, that that's why we're there. We're there to support and have fun and just really enjoy the moment and just really hype everybody up. We've played in a lot of places where we don't have that many fans, whether it's because they can't get tickets, they can't travel to it. So we're there to really bring the energy and try to spark our team and get the get the energy going. What's the best Bruce moment? Give me the a, a best Bruce story. Has he ever torn his shirt off, Ed Order on top style? I mean, that's what I'm expecting. He had, he, he's he's big on ripping the jacket off, but he's <laughs> never went full full shirt. <laughs> Charles Barkley. Well, tell me about Charles Barkley. I mean, he, he's really um, immersed himself with this program, but taken off kind of as a mascot on the national stage during this tournament. It's been so much fun to watch. But, you know, when he comes back and talks to you guys and meets with you guys, what, what's that like? It's incredible just because to see that he came from Auburn and that he moved on playing the NBA and had a great career and that he's still all about Auburn. He come, When he came back a few years ago, he, he was talking about how we would be there we would be on the big stage, and when we were, he would be there to tell everybody about it. And he's he's lived up to it. He's yeah. been there shouting Auburn all day. Has practice been different in the tournament? Uh, practice is a little bit different. We don't go hardly as hard in, once we get in tournament time because we play so many games in such a short period of time. I mean, coming off of the SEC tournament, we played like six games in eight days or something like that. So – we we back off a little bit on practice and just do a little more of preparation, team preparation, just kind of get us ready for the games, but don't necessarily go as hard. How did trips like Maui help you guys? I mean, you, you've been out to Salt Lake and you turn right around, you got to go to Kansas City, you turn right around, you got to go to Minneapolis. How did trips like my, uh, Maui early in the season help you guys get ready for this grind? It it gets you ready because it gives you a chance to experience playing multiple games back to back where in a season you normally only play two games per week. But when you go play one of those tournaments, it gives you a little bit of a taste of the fatigue that comes along with traveling and playing multiple games in a row. When are you looking at graduating? I graduate in May. Okay. What's next? Uh, right now I'm in the job search, interviewing, trying to trying to find something out there and go to work. Well, to any companies that are out there listening, um, the hard work that you guys put in and to be able to balance being an engineering student and being a national championship type player on that t- that type of team, uh, whatever companies are listening, they need to uh, they need to hire you. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially somebody that might need to, you know, there's some boards way up high. You got to get something off the top shelf. Right, change, exactly. change some light bulbs. That's what I'm talking about. Which basketball movie? What's the one? What's the one you like? The yeah. Pistol? Coach Carter is still my all-time favorite. Coach Carter. Coach Carter. Okay, that That's one's out of left field. One. Coach Carter. We talked about this earlier. You know, blue chips. I'm a blue <laughs> chips guy. I, I know in the current state, maybe not the best movie, but I'm a blue chips guy. But Pistol, yeah, you Hoosiers, Hoosiers, yeah, yes, absolutely. Well, what what are the keys to victory? How, how do we beat Virginia? Just be prepared, play our game. Don't don't switch up. Just do what we do. Just because we're on a bigger stage now than we have been, 
we we got to stay Auburn and just go out there and do what we do. All right, some kids looking to go into electrical engineering. They're wavering. They're on the fence. Is it hard? Is it too hard for me? What do you What do you tell them? I tell them it's difficult. You you're going to struggle, but in the end, is all be worth it. Once you get through the first few classes where they're trying to get rid of the people that don't really want to be there. You, once you get into the real meat of electrical engineering, it, it's a great major. What's the hardest part? The hardest part was getting through circuits. You mentioned E-Day was kind of what was the precipice of getting you here. How did you get that set up? And then what was it about E-Day that was like, man, I, I've got to be a part of this? I received the, the little card in the mail just for some reason. And I was like, you know, it would be a good chance to go down there, see the campus, see the school just kind of get a feel for it. And once I got down here, just the town, the school, it was, it just, there was something about it that really just jumped on me. And I was like, that, that's it. Were you an Auburn man before that? I was, I've, I've been an Auburn fan my whole life. So getting the opportunity to go to school here and then the opportunity to play basketball here has just been unimaginable. What, what was that like when you put that uniform on for the first time and ran out of that tunnel? words can't really describe it does it get old it don't i bet it don't especially our the jungle's amazing so to come out of the tunnel see them all in there an hour before the game just cheering hollering just having a good time how many times have you heard the song over and over again (laughs) do you sing it i mean is it in your head i can't get it out of my head i can't get it out of my head we just sing it all the time how 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 is the uh, with, with with Chuma getting hurt and everything? I mean that that seems to have played. That you had the song going, everybody was loving and rallying behind, and then now there's just just this extra motivation, this extra extra hashtag and everything. I mean, is that is that a motivating factor? Everybody thinks like in a movie or something that'd be the thing to go. You know, you win win one for the Gipper kind of thing. Is that really playing a part? It is one because all of, all of our guys really we all love him. I mean, we're all a band of brothers, and we'll do anything for each other. And when one goes down, we have a next man up mentality, and it's not only for us, but it's for the one that went down. It's so they can experience the experience with, with the rest of us. How's he handling it? He he's handling it okay. I mean, he'd, I guess he'd handle it like anyone else would. I mean, it's hard because you go down, you you kind of feel like, well, I've kind of let my team down, but. I mean, you can't really think like that because you have no control over it. But he's he's in good spirits. I can't wait to see you guys on Saturday, and then I expect to see you again on Monday in person. And, uh, and, and let's let's celebrate on the streets of Minneapolis on Monday night. War Eagle, Cole. Thanks so much for joining us. War Eagle. War Eagle.